0: Master Certified Coach, Christopher McCullough.
1: And we are absolutely delighted to continue our conversation with Dr. Michelle Borba. Her latest book, Unselfie. Unselfie. Why empath- <laughs> M. Em- I'm not going to be able to say this. I want to say empathetic, but the word is empathic. Why empathic kids succeed in our all-about-me world. And what we've learned so far, what I've learned so far, is how important kindness is and that this incredible um, number of studies out there about the incredible rise of self-absorption and narcissism and the incredible loss of empathy just in the last generation. Michelle, before the break, I suggested that we talk about racism. Clearly, there's a lot of injustice happening in the world. Clearly, there's a lot of violence, and clearly, there's a lot of racism happening in our country, at least. What, Where where do we start with our children in addressing these, and what's, what's effective?
0: Science is really on our side on this, that we can, if we really want to, and we must, help our children be able to reach out and accept all different races, cultures, all the above number one is martin hoffman's work from way back when says we're more likely to be empathetic with those like us not different from us Mm -hmm. so that's the first thing we need to do as parents as teachers is expand our children's social hubs so they start being exposed to differences at a much earlier age and then the natural acceptances this is all about not helping kids think them but think us that's the first thing and it's clearly on our side. But the second thing is an incredible social psychologist named Elliot Aronson. Oh, I now, love that you? guy.
1: You oh, see Santa I Cruz.
0: Two. Yeah. All of that is chapter seven. It was how do we get kids to collaborate? Well, Elliot Aronson back about thirty years ago was called by the sheriff in Austin saying we have a problem, there's race riots breaking out and we need to figure out how to get kids to get along in classes particularly at the schools, because gangs are going pit to pit and racism is hot. What Elliot Aronson said, decided to do, was find different ways to do it. And he said, the number one thing we must do is find real meaningful ways for kids in different races or different genders or whatever, if you have a stereotype against that other group, to uh, collaborate with one another. He came up with what was called jigsaw learning, and we need to revive it Big time, because if we can't get the adults to get along, then let's start with the kids. Mm-hmm. What he then did was start just helping kids realize that you're all going to work together in teams. Maybe it's about World War II, but each of you is responsible for one piece of the the lesson. If you want to get the A, that all of you need to rely on each other. What happened is racism went down. Kids began to collaborate together. That alone is absolutely a fabulous piece of work. Many schools are now using cooperative learning, but they're not taking it up a notch and using what Aronson says the jigsaw approach. We should use the same thing in our businesses, we should use the same thing in our communities. A one little boy, I, I, I spent, oh, my gosh, oh, 10 years researching and interviewing almost 500 kids. And one little guy who was doing a fabulous lesson on empathy. I said, why do you think this works? Because it really was, and the research says it was. He said, because empathy is a verb, you know. And I, I looked at him and said, oh, my gosh, this kid's brilliant. What does that mean, knowing exactly what it was? He says, it's not a worksheet. You've got to be able to make it be real, and you've got to feel it and do it in order for you
1: to be able to get it inside you. Yeah, beautiful. Let's go a little bit of a different direction, although there's a lot to mine in that topic. I I sort of want to skip stones for a moment and and move to a different one. I I alluded in our first segment to uh, many of us as parents have moved away from what we were raised with which is the stern hand or a violent Mm -hmm. you know punishment mentality right and and we're moving towards things and of course you only need to walk into any book bookstore if you can find one or go to amazon to see all the topics on positive parenting what what are you finding about this this work that you've investigated and how does that impact disciplining our kids
0: well, first of all, we still need to discipline, right? Because discipline is how our kids learn. That's not punishment. Discipline is a learning tool. But all of the research, oh, my gosh, the gurus of gurus on empathy were Nancy Eisenberg and Martin Hoffman. And they've done hundreds of hours watching us with our children. And then longitudinal studies are saying, so which kid, based on our discipline, is going to grow up not only better behaved, but also most and more empathetic. And the number one thing is called induction. Instruction. What's that mean? It sounds, but it's Scientific, easy. right. It, yeah, but it is. It's just me, simply meaning starting at the age of two and continuing. It's immediately calling the child on particularly a hurtful behavior, calling him on it, and what they said is, use the I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in that behavior because I know you are a good or a caring person. It's not robbing the self-esteem. It's aiming at the behavior. And then the next point is, so... Let's talk about that. What are you going to do differently the next time? How would you feel if that happened to you? It's that feel plus needs formula. How would you feel? What do you need in order to feel better? Oh, Okay, then let's go do it and help that child. What happens is the child learns from the experience, and he also learns empathy as a result of it. And what they found is that the child is not only better behaved, but far more empathetic. It's Martin Hoffman, and it's brilliant. In fact, there's one chapter in Unselfie. The entire thing is the best kinds of discipline, what's the worst kind, and what's the best kind, based on what science says works from toddler to teen.
1: And we all need that. Everybody who's parent, step-parent, you know, has an adoptive family or anything at all yeah. who's dealing with kids or young adults. Um is there, so we've talked a little bit, I've focused us on sort of more youthful kids. My kids are little, so I tend to think that way. But we're talking here about an entire generation of people who are now young adults, right, college age or above, uh, who are, uh, is it too late for them? Or have we ruined a generation and we'll just have to live with that? Or is there something we can do to sort of reverse the Kardashianization of America?
0: <laughs> well... We are in the business of coaching and counseling. So if it was too late, all of us would be out of business. That's right. right. We're eternally optimistic. (laughs) We are eternally optimistic, and research is on our side. Obviously, it gets harder as they get older, but what we can also look at is, Chapter nine, which says, "How do you flip this around to be change makers?" It's real, meaningful service opportunities, and that's what we may be failing to do. Our kids are doing service, but it's what looks good on an Ivy League resume. When I interviewed all the best of the best kids, who I call change makers, they're ordinary kids who are doing extraordinary things. And my question was always, "How did you get so kind?" They'd always say, "My mom or my dad knew what I loved to do, like music or." My mom or dad knew that I was concerned about cyberbullying because they heard me talking about it. Many of these parents use the news proactively and they use it to figure out what just triggered their child's emotion. And then what they do is they sit down and they go, So, what are you going to do about it? You can do something to make a difference. The child would always start face-to-face, which is the best piece of research um, from Paul Slavic. If we really want to make a difference, don't have your kids collect 50,000 coins and send them to an overseas camp. Start first face-to-face so the child gives an overcoat to the person in need. Once the person shows that gratitude, or they all said it was the look on that man's face, I just could not stop And again. They got that helper's urge, and they kept going over and over again. So that, I think, is critical. Kevin Kerwick is one little guy, uh, high school kid, who told me he got so tired of his friends in school, the girls being cyberbullied. Football uh, captain from Minnesota, he went home and started an anonymous Twitter feed called Osseo Nice Things, using using social media in a positive way. All he did was send positive, kind comments on Twitter. He said the most amazing thing he wasn't expecting was kids started copying what he was doing. He said almost daily there's kids from another country who are setting up Twitter accounts just like his, copying his because it was an elevating experience. They saw they could do something in a positive way. We have got to expose our kids to the good news reports about other children. It elevates their hearts. Those are the reports are always in the back page hidden at the newspaper. Cut them out and show them to kids.
1: All right. I am now brought my attention now that I'm looking at the book. I realized that I was right. My producer was wrong. The book is titled Unselfie, Why Empathetic Kids Succeed in Our All About Me World. Uh, the author is Dr. Michelle Borba, and you can find out more about her work and her 21 other books by going to Michelle. M-I-C-H-E-L-E, Borba, B-O-R-B-A dot com. Dr. Borba, our time has flown by. We've got about a minute and 20 seconds. I want to give you the opportunity first for a parting thought or a parting shot. And then if you think you can squeeze it in, anything you want to say about what parents of any age child could do about our Internet obsession these days.
0: Well, I think the number one is thank you for the question. I think the first thing is we've got to get over the myths about empathy. Uh, biggest thing that I tell parents, and they all look at me shocked, is that we can cultivate it. It's not something that is a genetic temperament, but it's something that we actually can teach, and we must. So first realize our power as teachers, as adults, as coaches we can make a difference but it needs to be more intentional second of all let's just get kids into practicing humanity we do everything from violin to soccer to golly knows whatever else but how often do we sit down and help them practice being kind or how to help being a conflict resolution strategies, listening to one another, gauging and learning emotional feelings. Those are all habits of empathy. And Sophie's going to give you dozens of those critical habits based on science. Find ones that work for you and keep making them into a ritual or routine. And that's how we raise good kids.
1: Oh, beautiful and beautifully timed. That folks is michelle borba thank you so much for your work it's incredible book please get this book immediately put it on your shelf uh no don't put it on your shelf read it dr michelle borba thanks for being with us today thank you when we come back we'll talk about high performance relationships that is relationships as a heart and science behind success in your work and life you're listening to the coaching show back with more right after this if you heard that sound you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual, insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dane, had to say.
2: Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you
1: had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine & Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect.
2: Do you want to be a professional coach?